Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to Frau Pow. We're your hosts, Odd and Rags. Today we have a special guest with us. Uh, please welcome Daryl. Hi, everybody. Uh, so, what do we want to? Don't get me started on the A word, asshole. <laughs> mm, another A word. Abobos. Abobos, <laughs> as our producer Kate likes to call them. Abortion. Don't get me started. Don't even get me started. I've actually been trying to avoid the word abortion and trying to say abortive services more because I think that actually encompasses like not just the medical treatment, but the medical staff that is a part of it because medical staff are also affected by what's happening. So I've been personally trying to avoid the word abortion and do abortive services just reproductive health reproductive health also because you can fuck off with trying to control any part of my body regardless of my body parts yeah i have a lot i have just i'm just holding go this is the time tell us what you think please (laughs) it makes me so tired (laughs) so um just as someone who's in social work that i can see the counseling part of it and it's such a huge like Mm -hmm. it's not an immediate decision by any means even disregarding any sort of like mandatory waiting period um but there is a huge component where people need to be counseled for the lack of a better word but like and emotionally supported whether they're for whatever reason they're seeking services or wondering about them for anything i think in regards to reproductive health and I have friends who are abortion doulas and um, other types of roles and supporting people who are trying to find options in regards to pregnancy. And mm-hmm. I just, it's never really taken lightly. No. And there's so much other stuff going on other than maybe they don't want to be pregnant. Right. I think that there are many others like yes it's horrible that any even somebody who just doesn't want to get pregnant can't now can't have access to it but also the health reasons behind it like there are many people who like physically cannot get pregnant and now they're putting themselves their own health at risk their family's health at risk or like potential family's health at risk and maybe they just like can't do it and so I think that that's like a whole other aspect of it that isn't being taken into consideration Mm -hmm. um all that much so Mm -hmm. yeah it's just a matter of not dictating why what anybody else is doing at any given time and not understanding the full picture of why somebody needs something yeah I mean I think that so for me I try not to stray away from that argument because that is the legal foundation for which it's legal in our country and so in trying not to say like well, if you are going to dictate 
you know, not having abortion, abortions being legal, then you need to make sure that people have access to like contraceptives and education and, um, you know, they need like access to healthcare and you need to put more money in foster care. Cause I think all those things are very true and they're very connected to the issue, but we're straying away from that core principle. Like this is set on the 14th amendment, which is your right to privacy. And so you should be allowed to do whatever you want to your body. 100%. Yeah. (laughs) I saw a meme the other day. um, That was a picture of Brett Kavanaugh going, He's 17. He's just a kid. He shouldn't have to live with his mistake forever. And then next to him, juxtaposed, is a picture of what I think would be a woman um, who is pregnant and uh, goes, but she will have to live with her mistake that 17-year-old her made for the rest of her life. And it just goes to show that, like, there is a huge double standard. And... But that's all, like that's women's role in life. That's right. like, you know, that's what they're meant to do. <sighs> mm-hmm. If you say so. Mm-hmm. But I think like the picture was two white people mm-hmm. juxtaposed. And I think this goes even further because let's be real here. If you have money, you will always have some sort of access to abortive services. The real crux of the issue is everybody else who is not privileged in some shape or form that cannot get the funds, the funding to have an abortion or, or the time get off to the of place, work. right. Sure. Or the time off of work or the support system because of the mental health issues that are going to come with it, or even trying to travel to, you know, a place that might be like six or seven hours away. I mean, imagine trying to get there. Oh, before all of this started going down, a person was who needed to seek abortive services was an average of at least 80 miles away mm-hmm. from a practitioner right who would be able to provide those services which is really far but i imagine now right like there's only one place in fucking mississippi that has any sort of access to abortive services right like that's fucking nuts right and then imagine everybody else who isn't white you know we're looking at latinos indigenous people black people every single person who does not have the regular access that somebody who is higher up in the social status can access and you know i i also saw another post about how norway i think is thinking of giving asylum to people who are actually seeking abortive services which is great except you need money to get there like Mm -hmm. their heart is in a good place but you can't get there if you don't have money and you can't live there if you don't have money it's so it's really expensive there my real issue i think is that also in talking about abortive services that people keep focusing on women and yeah i you know i hate when people are like well that's really great but but this is also a very serious issue for trans men who Mm -hmm. are able to get pregnant like that is a real it's a very it's a problem. Like you can't erase these people because right. they're for they're forgotten. And like they're already experiencing a ton of discrimination by the general public. And then to be a pregnant man and mm-hmm. have that forced upon you, like they can't in some places they these people can't even access like health services without being discriminated against. Right. 
And so it just like that part drives me crazy as well. Like it's not just about women's bodies. It's about everybody's fucking bodies. Right. It's a it's it's overall encompassing multiple genders, multiple different types of bodies. And I think people forget about that in the conversation. I I know that I've gone around and actually like corrected people. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Like I made it gender inclusive. I got you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like this isn't like a quote unquote war on women. I feel like this is a quote on uh, a quote unquote war on poor people and everybody who's not well off essentially well, and because then it's like then they blame people of color who then have like what people consider to be a lot of children and then maybe need to have need to have assistance from the government or mm-hmm. they have children who are in foster care or they are like they just blame them for everything and they've been put in that position and it doesn't really matter what they do or not like because they got pregnant and they had yeah. kids, then they're adding to a problem that we've labeled a problem. Right. This just reminded me. Um, I told you this. I'm going to tell you this. I So I troll people. That's what I do for okay. fun. Um, <laughs> so I got into an argument on Facebook about rights, how rights are a right. Sure. Okay. And how like the Bill of Rights, your first 10 amendments outweigh all the other rights. And I'm like, no, that's not correct. And they're like, well, your right to own a gun, your second amendment is more outweighing than your 14th amendment. And wow. I know Kate's like vigorously shaking her head in the corner. And because I turned it's like around, a like a lower number. And I turned <laughs> around. First. Yeah, because it's like it's number two compared to number 14. And they're like, well, this is what was given to us by nature or the creator or whoever. Oh and I go, God. first of all, men sat down and wrote this. I don't care where you deem these also, rights. So we from. made guns. Like I'm really Wait, 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 wait. I'm not done yet. <laughs> so like <laughs> so like I go through this like whole argument about like how I don't care who you think your rights are from people sat down and wrote these rights like and they did a great job they did a bang up job on stopping the british from invading the colonies but like they fucked over a lot of people along the way and like i mean if you're saying that the second amendment is like more important than my right to vote we're gonna have an issue i think i'm pmsing because i like want to cry i just got my period so (laughs) pretty possible all right, let's wrap this up because I'm sweating. I'm getting, I'm going to get I'm also really like shaking <laughs> out of frustration. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm just going to get really <laughs> Thanks for listening to us talk about abortive services. Um, when you have these conversations, please be mindful of the words that you use because people who are non-binary, people who are you know, trans, they're listening and they hear what you're saying they're going to internalize it so please be mindful of your language um you can find us on instagram and facebook at frat pop podcast you can email us at frat podcast at gmail.com like one of those like car commercials <laughs> <laughs> please read the long text underneath um and remember friends don't, don't be, be a dick, dick.